welcome to the weekly walk through H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. I got the numbers right. Yes. It's going to be a good Tuesday. I'm Rusty Witchers, joined by Jackie Nelson. Hi, Jackie. Hello, hello. Jackie's filling in for Susan. Susan's out gallivanting somewhere. That That's on brand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we've got two guests today. Kelsey Lautensock is going to stop by with, she's already here. Actually, the both guests are here, so this is great, with uh, Heston Recreation and Community News. And Zach Fry from the Golf Course is here to talk all things golf course. That's so, exciting. I am going to learn many new things. My husband <laughs> golfs, and I uh, watch. That's okay. what I do. Gotcha. Now, you, now you can start. I <laughs> like my spine, and I have seen how the golfs. I played too much softball as a kid, so my golf swing is not a. It, mm. It's a. I bet there's a guy sitting across from me that can fix that. I think we can do that. Yeah. I Perfect. think that'd yeah. be fun. And everyone Perfect. needs someone to drive the golf cart, anyways. So exactly. You don't need to play exactly. golf to be out there. Exactly. Next thing you're going to have a golf cart, kind of like Kelsey and Colin do, right? Right on. All right. That's awesome. Great. Great. Okay, Kelsey, let's talk house and recreation right away i'll get to these stuff and and how are things over there good it's going great we're winding down from a busy summer and we're kind of gearing up for a fun-filled fall um yeah and we're looking forward to um our new director lance and kind of mm-hmm. uh following his visions and goals for the future good. of rec so yeah we're excited good good a lot of things happening tell us a little bit about the, about the summer swim season and the pool and did you guys try anything new and how did it go? Yeah, this was a wild summer for sure. Uh, it was fun to see um, so many faces at the pool. Um, actually, this year we had about 750 more patrons than we did last year. And last year, Newton Swimming Pool and Mondridge Swimming Pool were closed. Yeah, that's awesome. It was awesome. Uh, so we about had about uh, 12,600 patrons throughout oh the summer. Oh my gosh. Awesome. We were open about 13 weeks, so yeah, we were really That's busy. a lot of swimming. That yeah. is a lot of, I used to be, be a pool rat back in the day when it was the old pool, which is now filled in. Mm-hmm. So we played a lot of shark. Yeah. I think it's shark, sharks and minnows, something like that. We played a lot of that. And, <laughs> yeah, or we, we see a lot of repeat faces. Yeah, day, we might have also, also bought goggles and swam the lanes, finding people, change people dropped. <laughs> and it was always a good day when you could go buy the 25 cent snow cone because you found the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and it was amazing this year. You guys worked so well with the library, with our summer library program being oceans of possibilities. It was really cool for us to be able to go to the pool and have story times with you guys. And our expedition pack to the Heston pool, like, just went gangbusters. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that you had that many visitors. But it was an amazing, amazing summer for sure. Wow, wow, wow. So, coming through the fall, what classes are on the horizon for kids through Heston Rec? Yeah, we, ha- we offer quite a bit of after-school activities. I think that's one thing people don't always know about the rec. Um, I think that's true. They think, oh, they do sports and whatnot, but my job um, is after-school and out-of-school um, activities. Mm-hmm. So we just wrapped up with kindergarten through second grade Ninja Warrior class. So um, Why we, wasn't yeah. this a thing when I, I was a I kid? Yeah. Ninja training? Are Thanks you for yeah. Yeah. Yes, tell, tell us more. Really? It was incredible. Yeah. Uh, Brandy Coker, the elementary school PE teacher, was the trainer, and they went through um, the first day. They did all sorts of different ninja training, and then the second I two days, I am so upset that I missed they ninja training. Did an obstacle course type thing, but yeah, uh, our kindergarten through second grade classes uh, attendance is outstanding. So that's a big need that we hadn't been doing um, up till last year. So. 
that was fun. Um, we have some fall art classes coming up. Um, a big popular one is all of our cooking classes, which is funny because I'm terrible at cooking. <laughs> so. so do you take the classes then? Do you I know. Them? I need to teach myself okay. how to cook right. and whatnot. But yeah, um, coming up, we have a third through sixth grade spooky snacks. So we'll make um, mummy quesadillas and... Um, yeah, all kinds of different fun so things. So, will you take some mummy quesadillas home and sample them? Or you know, learn I to don't make know them? if I want to. Eat that sounds like a quality <laughs> control kind of thing that she really needs yeah. to get it on. Make sure that what these kids are getting is really. You I, know. I think so. You should sample. Like all good chefs, you should <laughs> sample as you go. Gosh, I don't know if I want to eat my. <laughs> yeah, and then um, in October, there's a no school day, and we are taking a field trip to Walter's Pumpkin Patch in Burns, Kansas. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, we did that last year. It was really well attended. I try to schedule these activities. That's something I would want to do. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, too, even if the kids don't. Okay. Have that much fun. I'll have fun. So. Great, great. <laughs> great. What about adult classes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, before COVID, we used to do tons of adult activities and classes, and it kind of slowed down with mm -hmm. Corona, but we're trying to pick that back up. Um, we have a Becca Cohen, Becca Kane, um, she does Becca's uh, custom cookies, okay. and she is doing an adult cookie decorating class for us. Um, her cookies are outstanding. They're almost, almost too good to eat. They're almost too pretty to eat. But That yeah. has never ever been said about a cookie. I and know. I'm, That's why I said I'm almost. all about cookies. Yeah. Uh, so she'll take us step by step of how to make her fancy pretty cookies and then you'll get to take them home and eat them. All right. Uh, what about any fall leagues? I know that you guys have done a cornhole league in the past. Is yeah. that is that going on, or is that will that go on again? Uh, I think that might be something we can look forward to okay. in the spring. Oh, even so, better. Okay, yeah. cool. With the transition of a new director, we're trying to just ease our way back into things. So yeah, we're looking forward right. to what we have in the future. Okay, and I'm supposed to ask this from Susan, but tell us about the second annual H Town Smoke Off. You know, I think uh, you guys would be good examples to ask, <laughs> considering I'm talking to two participants. But, yeah, our second annual H-Town Smoke-Off is part of Heston Homecoming, mm -hmm. so um, the week of October 5th through 8th. And, um, yeah, our, our Smoke-Off, our event, is on Saturday, and it's located in Main Street. There's all kinds of different mm -hmm. vendors, and we're having a car show, kids' activities. Still, still in the cul-de-sac there yep. on, uh, that would be Smith Street. Smith Street. Yep, so um, kind of downtown Heston. And um, our Smoke-Off event is area uh, businesses come and present their best barbecue, mm -hmm. and then community members get to vote for that. Um, I'm currently talking to... The winner of last year's smoke off. Okay, so. I, I got lucky. <laughs> so yeah, the community has the opportunity to come taste test all of the creations, and then they have the power to vote for the winner. So, included in your ticket, um, you'll get all the samples, and then it also comes with two sides mm -hmm. made from local Lindsay's cakes and bakes. So and they are incredible. delicious. I can yeah. vouch for Lindsay's mm -hmm. cakes and bakes. She's on. incredible. That um, cornbread last year was just unreal. Yes. Uh, she's incredible. And then included in your ticket is voting tickets, and you can put all your tickets in Rusty's ribs or spread your tickets out. And, um, yeah, the winner of the smoke-off receives a half, a quarter of a cow generously donated by Greaser Farms. So 
I'm ready. Yeah, I, I could use awesome. a quarter of a cow. I have <laughs> 400 plus cookbooks that I can pick from this year. So come at me. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have started selling our smoke off tickets. You can find those on our website. Okay. Um, we also have flyers and stuff hanging throughout area businesses. Um, they're $10 per ticket and you get a lot of food. So I think we have currently nine uh, different participants. So you have nine different creations you can taste. Um, yeah. So. And what do the tickets cost? Uh, ten dollars per okay. ticket, and then if you purchase the day of, they're thirteen dollars yeah. per ticket. And I think you're doing. I think the goal was to have two hundred and fifty tickets sold this year, which I think you can do. I think you. I think there were a few people last year that didn't show up, and people bought tickets mm-hmm. day of. Yeah. And had kind of a whoa surprise barbecue. Here we go. Yeah, it was an incredible turnout, and it was incredible weather. And I've been looking at AccuWeather, and it looks like it's going to be. 73 and sunny Ooh, so that would be perfect, perfect that, that so. is ideal barbecue yeah. weather right there nice. yeah that is early tea time and lunch yeah. <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah, that here there you go zach i like it i yeah. like it great great anything else we should know about uh yeah there's a fun-filled week of uh homecoming activities mm-hmm. participate in all and yeah, we're looking forward to a fun fall. All right. For any more questions, you guys want to contact Kelsey at the rec, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, you can come to our website, or uh, our website would have all of our email addresses, or you can call us at the rec. All right. And the phone number? 620-327-299. All right. Thank you so much, Kelsey. A lot of fun stuff going on the rec. I mean, I, I think there's something for everybody yes for sure of all ages so yeah, thanks for having us absolutely and we we wish you well on your cooking oh gosh i need all the help i can get <laughs> that's awesome well we're going to turn over here to zach fry hi zach how's it going it's going well talking all things golf course zach you know you're coming up on about a year here getting close, i mean yeah. what have you what have you thought so far that's been great great it's great community great facility i think the facility kind of speaks for itself yeah. so I mean, with with how long it's been here, and now we're starting to do some changes, get some updates. It's can only go up. So. Yeah, I mean, I've always called it a hidden gem. We're a community of under four thousand people, and we have a oh, yeah. fantastic eighteen-hole cor- golf course with great fairways, great greens, and a great staff working. So it, it's amazing. What's amazing too is that it was about ten years ago that they completely re- redesigned the course and really invested and put it in the church pew bunkers, and then Which they redid all the there. grass. Did they take those out? Those are out. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is how much I know yeah, about we, the golf we, course. Yeah, we, we, we're catching on. I'm trying to stop uh, you. Okay. <laughs> so someone here is going to be driving a golf cart all the time around the course and learning because her husband plays golf, right? Yes, my husband is an <laughs> avid golfer. He's been out to see you a lot lately. Okay. Um, I like to walk the course. I treat it like a park. It's delightful, and it's a beautiful course. I know nothing about it. <laughs> no, the best, best time I we're kind of getting into the latter season here, but in the spring when flowers are blooming and stuff, it's a great, uh, even the walk path there by Emma Creek Park mm-hmm. coming down, it's it's gorgeous. So, well, there's yeah. nothing really like fall golf, though. I mean, I think that's a hidden hidden factor of fall golf. And you've got a lot of stuff coming up for the fall. So, yeah. Zach, talk a little bit about what's coming up. I think you've got one tournament here in a couple of weeks, and that's the two-man scramble. Yeah, so we actually. person scramble. Yeah, yeah. So, no, we actually, man, we begin today. Um, normally, everyone thinks that. In golf, the summer you get most of your tournaments, and it's a lot of play. But actually, for us, and like you said, it's fall golf. Everyone mm-hmm. loves the cooler weather. They're out ready to get out of the heat. Um, and yeah, our October is just packed full. So coming up October first, we'll have our fall two-person scramble. 
Um, basically, it's it's just a scramble format. Get a buddy, um, find another two twosome to, to bring with you. Um, but the really fun thing is, so we do one kind of in the spring summer, mm -hmm. um, where it's just a straight scramble. You know, pretty fun. Um, but this one, just to change things up, we kind of have a little behind the scenes contests that we're going to do. I'm not going to give out too okay. much information, but every few holes we might have something that'll be thrown your way without you knowing beforehand Ooh. what's going to happen and it'll be it'll be a blast um i'll give I'll give a little bit of a hint um one involves a spin the wheel uh one involves where you might turn your two person scramble into a four person scramble oh okay um, couple couple different things that it'll make it a fun unique kind of second go at a at a scramble oh, i like it i like so that a lot it'll be fun i need a partner my partner bailed on me earlier, but I'm still fishing, trolling for partners. So, great. Also, you know, you also have on the list the tip and tuck. Yeah, yeah. So end of the month, um, and you can probably speak on it more oh. than I can. But um, <laughs> tip and tuck. So every tee box we play the the black tees, which is our our furthest tee mm -hmm. um, championship tee, if you will, and then blue tees for seniors. But um, basically every every tee box is moved back, and then every pin is not necessarily put in the most difficult part. Some some holes are just a little crazy. But might, might not even be USGA yeah. legal, but it is a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, it's more just for everyone to enjoy the time. And luckily with everyone assuming after this tournament you're hanging up your clubs for cold weather, it's not bad to have a uh, you know last go at it where you have yeah. fun, but then this one might make you want to hang up the clubs the, a little that's bit. That's very, so. very true. I took a 25 on one hole, so, and I was not the highest score on the hole there was a 43 during that mm. same event it's a long day of golf it was a long day but it's a lot of fun it's different you play the course from different tees and there are five sets of tees at the heston golf course and each tee, set of tees makes the course different mm -hmm. it really Absolutely. does because i've played all five sets and it's kind of fun to play it from a different perspective i so. just know that scott has has said that the golf course is he's created some new language at the golf course because of where some of those tees have been placed I, and I where some imagine. of the pins have been moved to i can only imagine yeah it'll be it'll be fun and we'll we'll have a pretty big uh, social media presence this year to make sure everyone can see that if you're not participating you'll at least be able to see some live footage of we'll, we'll have to probably do it without the sound on but uh, that would be yeah. that would be ideal yeah, that, we'll do that i think that would be ideal <laughs> unless you can not mute the giggling at the ridiculousness oh yeah which is fun. We'll edit it. We'll okay, edit perfect. It. All right. Perfect. Also, 5A state girls. Yeah, coming up. So uh, the 17th and 18th, uh, Monday, Tuesday, we'll have the top top uh, amateur lady players for the 5A class in the state. Um, schools from all over. I think we already had calls from schools in Kansas City area, uh, way out northwest. Um, they'll all be here in town. We're expecting anywhere between two to 300 people uh, for two days. They'll pack the restaurants, pack the hotels. Um, I think they'll actually probably start calling to make uh, hotel plans here. I think they do regionals here in a couple weeks. Do they? Okay. So as soon as they get through that and teams know if they qualify, then we'll start filling it up. But, yeah, it'll be a huge event. Um, All-state golf, the course is set up perfect for especially uh, girls golf with just how the course conditions are right now. Um, and it's they're perfect. Mike's crew does a great job. But... Um, it'll be fun. Um, just the biggest thing with that many people and, and a two-day event, we do need help. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're asking for volunteers. We'll send out information on it um, through an email on our website. But looking for, you know, someone to walk with each group to help score, um, need help with hospitality, uh, shuttle service. So because of our size of parking lot, we'll have kind of overflow in the high school. 
So we'll need people to drive carts from the high school over to the golf course to shuttle patrons, spectators. Um, but yeah, if anyone's interested, just uh, look out for a blast email, look out for social media posts, but we'll send out a sign up um, here pretty soon. I think I'm already on the list. I think I'm a lifer for that one. There we go. So, no, I appreciate yeah, it. We yeah, need I'm, it. Yeah, yeah I, I, do the, I do the role of a starter and a scorer, so I will tell you who is next on the tee, and then I go to the clubhouse and get text messages from people who the markers who are yeah. – it's different because you're calling marker, but you're actually keeping track of these strokes for each player, and the marker sends a picture to me, and then we're updating that live, um, live scoring through, through a couple different websites. Yeah. How many people does this take, like – how, I mean, this sounds you know, really labor-intensive. It, sound, it sounds like a lot, but it really, it, I think the, the best thing about it is the community, there's so many people who have helped out for so many years with state tournaments. They kind of know the flow of it. Um, I've been a part of many state tournaments, but never here at this facility. And spring was the first mm -hmm. in May for the boys. Um, and it went smooth. Oh, well, I thought um, so too. And, and everyone knew, kind of knew what they were doing. I was more the one pacing back and forth, freaking out a little bit, but... No, once you once you kind of have your your staff in place and spectators know what their their jobs are, it goes pretty smooth. So it's just a lot of people in one little space, right? And if, and if you want to be a marker, I think they can get a cart, right? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to try and give every marker for, with every group a, a golf cart. So no worries on if that. If they wish, there are a couple that like to walk. Yeah, there. There absolutely. Are people. absolutely. So if you're a marker, you get to get get a cart and follow your group and keep your clipboard handy. And relax and even say, if you have to say, spectators, please step back. But that, I don't think that happens very often. Yeah. So. <laughs> Zach, what else do you have going on? I see something here that's really, really intriguing. Yeah, so uh, kudos to Colin Duckworth. I don't know if anyone has, has not met Colin, but he's our new assistant pro that we hired. Um, unbelievable kid and just his, his thought process on wanting to do new events mm -hmm. and, and get new kind of unique things at the golf course. He's done a great job, but this is one he brought to me the other day um, where we're calling it basically a social scramble. So Saturdays, and I believe it starts November 11th through pretty pretty much the end of January, weather dependent obviously, but um, you come out, uh, we basically just get you in a group with other people that you might know, might not know, um, but we just go play a fun format each Saturday. We'll probably start it, and again, it's weather dependent, but probably midday to mid-afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, but 18 holes of just fun, and we'll have a fun format each time, but just for people to get to know each other. I think this year we had, I think all together, we had about 240 members uh, oh, wow. sign up. Okay. So it went up quite a bit. So yeah. we have new faces, especially guys coming in that are uh, getting jobs at Agco and then you know over here across the street. Um, bring in their families. They want to be um, a part of it and want to be a part of the community and best place to meet new people. Oh, I course. think so. so yeah. Kelsey, yeah. you're going to take up golf now? Uh, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a guy sitting across me who can help you. Yeah, I can. do like to drive the golf cart. Though. There we go. There well, we go. and I, I am going to plug um, the golf course's generosity with the library. Yeah. Um, I went in and he was kind enough and gave us uh, the library, got an expedition pack to Heston Golf Park that'll get you onto the driving range for free. It'll get you onto the putting green for free. And then it will also get you uh, $25 for a cart mm -hmm. rental and 18 holes. And it's up for up to four people, so it's a delightful way that you know, a couple of city organizations have been able to partner. And I just wanted to plug plug yeah. that and the generosity yeah, of the absolutely. course in, in that regard. Yeah. So it's no, it's another glad accessible. To be a part of it. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, let's talk some course updates. Things are busy out there. Oh, it's getting getting a little crazy, <laughs> but it's a good crazy. Yes. Um, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, so thankful for the city to to really focus in on the golf course a little bit, and we've got a ton of updates coming. Um, 
and I'm sure everyone who's been out on the golf course lately has seen kind of the, the renovations that have been going on, but uh, restrooms are, you know, new fixtures and everything like that, but we're, we're about to start uh, drywall patching and new paint, um, so new colors will be in the interior, um, new flooring, new carpet, um, new cabinets after a while, so pretty much the entire interior will look um, same format, but, but different appearance, mm -hmm. and it's just going to look so much better, and, and it's just... It's time to, to yeah. do some renovation. So, um, no, it'll be great. And that, that hopefully will begin this week. And then um, biggest thing is uh, golf carts. Um, right. We've had the same fleet for, I think this is going on year seven, um, maybe year six. I, with I these. think you're right, yeah. Um, something like that. But you definitely could tell the wear and tear in them. And with a lot more play after COVID, um, it took its toll on them. So we're lucky to say that we actually have new carts. And 14 of them are in right now. Uh, waiting for the remainder um, for a total cart fleet of 50. But the really cool thing about these carts that Heston hasn't had is GPS units on them. So basically they're flat screen. They look like little iPads, but um, basically gives you the yardage out on the course. Um, coolest thing about them is weather updates, um, advertising um, possibilities, um, just the, the coolest feature that you could have at a golf course. Um, and our golf course is playable for, for all abilities, right. but it always helps to know the yardage. It always oh, helps to see the layout before you play it, especially if you're a new a new customer. So we're looking forward to, to having that. I'm just thinking I'm glad I won't get lost on the course because that happened once. Like, oh, where gotcha. am I? So, yeah, having the GPS for my direction-impaired self would be great as I'm driving <laughs> my husband around the course saying, here, babe. Yeah, there you go. And we can see you. So that's the cool thing, too, <laughs> yeah. is I'll, I'll be able to see uh, – everyone on a map i can even look at it at home on my phone and be able to see where everyone's at so, so that way the golf cart that's out there doing circles you're yeah, like we'll come, we'll to come find them. you yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll come handle that oh but. you're too close to the green i'm just gonna shut your cart <laughs> off and you yeah. can walk the rest of the round no okay. we won't do that no. but no it'll be it'll be really neat and then the the other cool feature is uh all the older cards style would have lead acid batteries which weigh a ton they're outdated and we got lithium now. So lithium just in the sense of weight saves about 300 pounds a, a cart, wow. which when you think of wear and tear, yeah. plus the weight of customers being on there, plus golf clubs, all that, it really takes a toll on them if they're running for a long time. With that being cut out now, these things can go a long, long time without even needing to be charged. Yeah, so, I think you told me something, some incredible number of just straight driving. Yeah, 72 holes at least um, without even needing to plug them in. Um, but yeah, I mean, they can go for a couple of days at least and no worries at all. And then luckily the GPS has its own battery in it. So I mean, really nothing to worry about anymore. With Will those. that also help with like efficiency as far as your electric bill with having to charge these things less often? Yeah. So they, they have an automatic shutoff. Um, don't know the numbers, but yeah, it's with, with more usage, not having to pull so much every night or even the biggest thing is with the number of, of golf carts we have versus the number of play we're receiving being able to flip them around as soon as someone's done with one round, use it for the next. We don't have to worry about trying to get them in to charge them in between rounds. We can just keep pushing them out and let them sleep overnight. They'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, so, that's I, awesome. I can't wait. I cannot wait to see to trot some GPS out. So maybe very, very soon, especially with yeah. the weather break coming up. Yeah, and what we'll do is when we get all 50 in and we get the GPS units on them, uh, we'll probably do a social media post where we'll train customers how to use them um, just to kind of preemptively help them yeah, before great. they get here. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But yeah, it's, man, I can't wait. And it's a great feature to have. That's really, really cool to see and see that, you know, you're embracing technology and knowing, oh, it's 173 yards at the center of the green. Oh, that, and now you're like, okay, yeah, 
changes my club <laughs> selection because sometimes d- the distances are deceiving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And then they also have – sorry to keep – I, I got to talk no, them up because no, I'm that, so excited. No, I understand. Uh, I'm excited too. They do have USB ports in them, so you can plug in your, your phone, charge something. Um, the other th- cool thing is I'll have to check the feature, but I'm pretty sure you can hook a Bluetooth up to the GPS because it has its own speaker. So you can play <laughs> some music while you're out there at a at a, at a reasonable level. level. Yeah. Yes. But, yes. Don't, need to, don't need to have everything yeah. blaring from four holes over. We but tested out a few things yesterday, and I think we'll – It'll be fun. Wow, I'm so excited. Very, very neat stuff going on at the golf course. Anything else, Zach? Um, No, just the biggest thing is just uh, with the weather getting nicer, uh, tee times are filling up. So if anyone wants to play or at least know our schedule of when we have tournaments, because October will be pretty full with events with high school. We have 90 players out there this afternoon for a high school event. Same with Friday. So um, you can get on our website, HestonGolf.com, look at the online schedule. It'll give you a list of all the tournaments. And then for signups as well, if you want to sign up for the one-man or the two-person scramble or the tuck, tip and tuck, get online, do that, or just call us, and uh, we'll get you signed up. All right. And what's the number they can call you at? 620-327-2331. All right. Zach, thank you so much for stopping by. A lot of good things happening at the golf course. So if you're a golfer, check them out. If you're not, check them out anyway. Appreciate it. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for stopping by. Um, full slate of activities going on in Heston today. This is Tuesday. So Heston Tennis at home today at 3. Volleyball at home starting at 5. And the Swathers looking to get rolling. They're 6-5 and five on the season. Thursday, middle school soccer and football and volleyball all at home, along with Heston High School volleyball. The Swather football team, they're on the road after the big win over Hillsborough, 28-18 in a battle for H-Town supremacy. So our H-Town is better than their H-Town? I I don't know. Yeah, that's how that works. Okay, cool. Uh, One thing that I noticed that the Swathers, who have been known for throwing the football, ran for 348 yards with Tyrone Taylor having a career high of 230 yards on the ground. Tyrone had a great game, the senior tailback, who really kind of – when he's transitioned from line, I know the kid, I coached him. Uh, he's transitioned from lineman to running back and had 230 yards on, I think, 17 carries. So Ooh. pretty effective there. And our high-power passing tack only completed two passes. But, hey, if you're running the ball for three hundred, almost 350 yards, you don't need to throw. So uh, Heston Homecoming, Heston College Homecoming, they're happening this weekend. The Mannequin Mosey, Clay talked about that last week. There's still time to register. Talk to him. Heston College Volleyball, they're at home this weekend. Heston College Softball, there's an alumni, or soccer is playing as like the homecoming game, so to speak. The alumni softball game is Friday night at 845, so there's going to be that. This is what's kind of cool. There's even a women's flag football clinic being taught by uh, Katie and Liz Sowers. They coach at Ottawa. They're, I think, the defending national champions they might be. They do very, very well, and that is taking part at Heston College as a clinic as Heston College will be starting its inaugural flag football season this spring. So that's going on. And there's even a disc golf tournament. So a lot of stuff going on there on South Main Street. Stop by, check them out. So a lot of things going on. Jackie, what's do with the library? So the library, okay, I told you guys last week that Baker and Taylor had been hit pretty hard by a malware attack, but they're back up and running. We just got two enormous books uh, book shipments. So we've got upwards of three dozen new books that are going to be cataloged and they're going to hit the library in the next couple of weeks. Um, a couple of my favorite ones that came in, it's called Wise Gals. Um, it's a nonfiction book about the women of the CIA in the 50s. 
It's an incredible true story about these women who worked in the Middle East. They worked in um, Ukraine and did a lot of work in Ukraine, so very timely. Uh, But it's called Wise Gals. I'd really suggest you give that a check. And then The Chaos Machine. Uh, Chaos Machine, and the irony of talking about this on a podcast, is it's all about how social media and the algorithms of social media have affected our perceptions of everyday life. So a couple of very cool nonfiction books that have come in. Uh, And then, of course, we have our usual slate of, like, picture books and (laughs) fiction books, and some of our Christian fiction books have come in. So, Oh, wow. A lot of good things here. So is this laptop I'm sitting by a Chaos Machine? It is. It is, yes. That sounds about right. Okay. Right? I mean, it's you and I. Yeah, I know. I know. I also think you have a sack. Ah, yes, I do. Because this is our segment. We have a segment, What's in the Sack? We don't know. Or at least I don't know. So we're seeing what's in the sack, so we have to guess. Any guesses? Do we, don't we get to okay. explore the sack? Uh, do you, okay, we can do that. Grab. Mm-hmm. It is not a fancy sack like Susan okay. usually brings. Okay. It is a... Okay, that that is a Tupperware, and there's... This It's Tupperware filled with fruit. Dinner. <laughs> Dinner, I like it, Zach. I like it. Kelsey? So, I like some. It smells kind of yummy. So. Okay. Yes. If you guess right, you get to take it. Is no, I need these for tomorrow. <laughs> oh. uh, what is in the sack is in theme of our um, for our story time program. So this Wednesday, our Wednesday Wigglers is going to focus all on apples. So we've got a sack full of apples here. Um, we've got applesauce, a- dried apple rings, and then fresh apples. Uh, the story is we're all different, but we're all the same. Okay. So I'm going to send you on a mission. Okay. There, years and years and years ago, we had a film strip. You know, the film projector, uh-huh. the film strip. Not, it was actually the one that, it wasn't a strip, but it moved. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And this would have been about third or fourth grade of some guy carving apple head dolls. And we watched that in elementary school, and we tried that so many times, and it didn't work. But you need to see that and show, maybe do a clinic on how to carve an apple into a head for a doll. I just keep thinking about how apples brown and you how... You use lemon juice. You use ah. lemon juice to brush it on there to keep it from browning. I remember that. But I that didn't was... know if that's how you got like the details in it is like you... No, you and you oh. could, yeah. Yeah, this guy was amazing. We tried it and our, our apples never quite looked as good <laughs> as his. So maybe well, the creativity level was way higher than what it was for us. And keep in mind, story time is for infant through toddler... Okay, maybe so. not, but but maybe for maybe for ooh, new class at Heston Rec. Yes, there we Love go, Kelsey. It. Kelsey, it's on you. Never mind, Jackie. This is I'm passing. All right, on there we ja- go. There you go. Apple. This sounds like a dangerous uh, adventure. <laughs> Perfect. I like just anyone to lose a finger. <laughs> it just involves sharp objects and juicy, slippery apples. Yeah. What could possibly yeah. go wrong? Like the ninja sure training. Sure. Just do it just with like, that. You already train ninjas. Yeah, Come on, there you this, go. Is, this is second nature. <laughs> I'm not good at cooking, but I do like to eat. So. Uh, perfect. All right. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, anything else, Jackie? Uh, that's what we've got at the library. Bunch of new books. Story time on Wednesday. Our after school crew. Today is Legos. Wednesday. Um, Wednesday, we're going to be having some fun. So, yeah, after school activities, full swing. Wednesday, Wigglers, full swing. Whole new book set. So come and see us. Check out what we've got. Zach, Kelsey, thank you so much for stopping by for the weekly walk. And here's your applause. Well, I think that's going to do it for us, so... 
Once again, this has been the Weekly Locker H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Jackie Nelson, I'm Rusty Witcher, and saying we'll talk at you guys next week.